We are in the middle of Hilchas Purim. And yesterday we discussed, started going into the sugya of, if you remember, Pasha um, Zohar, Tainus Esther, and Machazit Shekel. I'm not necessarily in that order. Let's move on now with the next Seda Advarim, leading from Leila Purim to Kriya Samagila to, if we get there, we'll get to the shay- some of the shayas of Mishlach Monois. And then tomorrow maybe we'll discuss Matanus Yavionim. We'll go to the Sudas HaPurim, the Chiv to get completely trashed, and then move on from there with some of the most famous Shailas that Nagea to us, and that is traveling. Traveling on Purim is, in know, to one of the most famous, difficult, complicated, but yet Nagea Shailas. And there are two times in the year, by the way, that the Olim should not travel, that everybody travels. Number one is Hanukkah, and number one, the second one is Purim. Now, twice in the year that the Olim just, just stay put, just stay at home. But the Maizah doesn't happen that way. People travel, and we have to know what to do. So, Be'ezah we're going to get to those halachas as well. We'll start like this. Let's start with the Leil HaPurim. Right? We'll start the Yom HaKudosh, the Heilige, Heilige Day of Purim itself. We spoke about this a couple of days ago. How Hosh of the Day of Purim is. We'll start with the Night of Purim. Leil HaPurim. Mishabur brings down halacha the Maizah. That is Nochoin to wear big day Shabbos. It's not going to wear big day Shabbos at the night of Purim by the Megillah and candles you should light. You have the beds are made nicely. The table is set. The tablecloth is on. The Kafachayim actually brings down and Tofre is Salihei. He brings down that some people even wear big day Yontif. We know big day Yontif is obviously better than big day Shabbos, more chosher than big day Shabbos. The Kafachayim brings down that Leil Purim, a person should be wearing big day Yontif better than big day Shabbos. Many people go to the Mikvah Erev Purim, just like you go Erev Yontif, Erev Shabbos, to be Mekabal, the Kedusha, and all the Gavalagai Shabbos of the Yom. What about a Suda by night? Okay, obviously we'll discuss, which hopefully tomorrow we'll get to the Suda by day, that's the Ikka Suda, but we'll talk for a moment about the Suda by night. The Yeshiva generally makes the Suda by night as well, but where does it come from? So there are more bridge in Topra Yitzhari, hey, Mitzvah Laharabos Besudas Purim, U Besuda Echod that means, Zuk the Ramah Eli, you with us? That with one Suda Yayatza, meaning the Suda by day, either on your Dalit if you're outside Yerushalayim, or if you're in Yerushalayim, it's going to be on Tes Vov. Carries on the Shulchan Aruch, that you should, if you make a Suda at night, you're not Yayatza. In other words, if you make the Purim Suda at night, and uh, Rafi with us, then you're not going to be Yayatza. Says the Ramah, Umi Kol Makaim, important to know this Ramah Eli, However, Gambalaila Yismak v'Yarbek Tzas v'Suda. There, Moish Zuk the Ramah. Gambalaila, you should all be all should be Marbek Tzas v'Suda v'Simcha, and therefore that's where the minute came from. That many people do make a Suda also by night, and people are very very vrailach, and everyone is Gishmak Zevi. Are you with us? Yeah. You writing this down, Shkoyach Eli? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Gavaldik. So therefore, therefore, there's an Indian to be Marbab Suda on the night of Purim. In fact, the Shadzim brings down from a cowboy that a person... Raf, Raf, just a second, I wanted, to, I wanted to know this. It's important. The Shadzim brings down from the cowboy that you should not eat meat on the night of Purim so that you don't get confused 
with the Sudas Purim the next day. That's what the Mishnah the Shatzim bring, the Chavetz Chaim brings from the Kolboi. However, the Maisa, the Darkei Moshe, the Taz, and other Achorinim, as they pass in the they are Mekel, and they hold, yes, you can have Fleish even on the night of Purim. We're not worried that you're going to get confused and mixed up with the next day in that case. Okay, some people have a minute to have cheese, some people have a minute to have nuts, because of Daniel, whatever, the whole, whole sugar which we're not going into. Now, that is the night of Purim. That means after you've held, you've listened to Kriya Megillah, which we'll discuss in a moment, just a second, then you have to be Marba Basuda, as we spoke about. Another very important point, which I think is important to remember. Ellie, you with me? Okay. So, the Chassam Sofer says a very big story, which I think you have to remember. Chassam Sofer says like this. Yes, you with us? Chassam Sofer says that if a person learns Torah between Megillah Aleph and Megillah Beis, meaning Megillah by night and Megillah by day, Zuk the Chassam Sofer Muftach Loi Shub Ben Oilem Abba. Zuk the Chassam Sofer. If you want to guarantee that you will be entered into Gan Eden, what you need to do is learn Torah between the night Megillah and the day Megillah. Now, it's not, it sounds like it's easy, big deal. But the Maisa, after the night Megillah, people are running, people are going, people are doing. The day Megillah is often early in the morning. So you have to be able to make a bit of time in your day, whether it's straight after the Megillah, whether it's before Shachwes, the morning after, morning before, whatever. It's important for a person to know. So I'm to guarantee that you're Ben Olim you with me? You got that? Okay. Now, I want to tell you, Mordecai Baisa, <coughs> this Maisa, I'm sure the Olim is, is familiar with, from the Aliga Imer Yosef, right? You know the Maisa with the Imer Yosef? The Aliga Spinky Rebbe. So, the Spinky Rebbe, Imer Yosef, was, it was Leila Seda, it was Leila Seda, and after finishing the Seda, whatever time it was, he read, Kiminag, many Hasidim, and Anshay Maisa, is to read Shirashirim, right? Shirashirim. And then, he wondered what to do. The night is still young, Right? What should we do now? So he decided, Zukdim Yosef, the Spinky Rebbe, we're going to read the Megillus Esther. That's what we're going to do. Read the Megillus Esther. What Shaykhus? What Shaykhus Megillus Esther? Tell us, most of it happened on Pesach anyway. It was around that time. So the Yosef, the Spinky Rebbe, started reading Megillus Esther. He fell asleep. It was very, very late. It was, you know, whatever. He fell asleep. He came in a dream to him, like this. He came in a dream that in Ganeden, there started to be a lot of, uh, uh, like a whole situation was going on in Ganadim. Because like this, the Svam Agdoshim tell us that when Kalal Yisrael read the Megillah, the gates of Gehenna are open, and anybody that's in there can come out. Now, that's on Purim. There's always latecomers. There's people that are a bit lazy until they get out of bed, until they get downstairs, until, you know, it takes time, until they get going. These people are the latecomers. So on Purim, these guys didn't manage to get out of the gates of Gehenna. Came along Leila Seda, and the Heiliger Spinkerebba is reading the Megillus Esther. These Neshamas are banging on the door of Gehenim, and the Sour of Gehenim goes and says, What are you doing? They said, What do you mean? Megillah, we need to go out. What Megillah? It's Leila Seda. What are you talking about? No, we hear the Megillah. And the Spinkerebba was talking, reading the Megillah, and because of that, they were able to get out of Gehenim. So the Svarim Akadoshin Mimiyosa brings, just shows us that a person can be in the greatest depths. Abapurim has the ability to bring a person out. It has the ability to bring a person to where he needs to go to. Let's move on, Rabbi Sai. There is an Issa for a person to eat Koydima Megillah. That means, Ali, before the Megillah, you are not allowed to eat, just like any mitzvah, right? We know this from Arachim Simon. 
Peites, that you can't eat before any mitzvah, shachas minchamav included, and therefore eating before the Megillah is out. Eating obviously means washing or a nice amount of mazonis. You want to have a fruit, you want to have a vegetable, you want to have a glass of t- cup of tea or coffee, whatever. There's no problem with that, obviously. That's not a problem whatsoever. Learning Torah is mutter to learn before the Megillah, even after the Zman over there. And the reason why, normally learning Torah is going to be also once a mitzvah comes, right? We talk about this, if you remember, by Hanukkah, before Hadlokas and Eves Hanukkah, you can't learn Torah, unless you're learning in Yonadiyayma. The reason why learning Torah is mutter by when the Zman that comes from Megillah is because of the Morgan Avram, the mitzvah of Megillah is chaviv. It's so chaviv to Kali Yisrael. People are so desperate to do it. They're so excited to do it. The Mela, we're not worried. That's reason number one. Reason number two, the Morgan Avram says, why are you allowed to learn Torah before Megillah? is because it's a mitzvah it's a mitzvah that's done in the public it's a mitzvah done dafka with people and the way that people are going to remind other people and there is no problem over there now moving on moving on the Gemara in Megillah Yud Gimel tells us the mitzvah of Megillah is Beroiv Am Hadras Melach that means Be'etzem you're meant to Chayadom Astis Kasha Be'etzem you're meant to go to the greatest and biggest minion that exists in the place that you are because Beroiv Am Hadras Melach the more people the more covered to the Melech, the more covered to the Rabbani Shalaylam, Eli, yeah? And therefore, if that's the case, you should really be going, guys over here should be going to Gare, should be going to Bells, should be going to the greatest minion, because Baroiv Amadjus Melech, or Bazooka Bosnia and Shevet Halevi, no, if you have a specific minion that you normally daven in, especially guys in Yeshiva, then Avada, you're not Mokhoyev to go looking around for the greatest minion, but if you have a choice of going to a neighborhood little minion that happens in somebody's house, or going to a shul with a bigger one, then Avada, you should go to shul, that's a double poshet, ad mo'oid. This man of Kriya starts by Tzeseh Kachavim, it's right? Zevi, yeah? Starts by Nach, this is important. Make sure it starts by Nach, you can't do before that, right? And then Lachatchila, obviously you read it, uh, you know, the, the, that night, and Bidiyevit, you can go until Alois, okay? It's again when a person is stuck, or the way when a person is traveling, whatever it is, Bashar Satchak, all the way until Alois, you can read for the night. You start reading by opening up the Megillah and folding it like a letter. You shouldn't leave it hanging on the floor for those people that have a cloth. You hold, fold it up like a, like a letter. Mishibur says it's talking about the person that's lining the Megillah, not necessarily every single person in Shul. And of course, the Ramah famously tells us in Kufbem Zayn that you can't touch the cloth with your hand. You need the Tila before that. The Brocha should all be made standing, not only the person making the brachas, but even those listening to the brachas who are being yaitzer by his bracha as well. The brachas we know are made standing, and the shachayonu is made on both days. We do not take off our tefillin by shachris in the morning kriya, right? Vikar elu tefillin, and therefore we have our tefillin on during kriya samigila of the morning, because that is what we do. And the shachayonu, which we will announce on the day of Purim that we make on the megillah, one should have in mind that it's Yotza, all of the mitzvahs hayoim that a person will be doing on that day. Because we don't make a specific bracha for Mishlach Monas or the Suda or Matanas Lev therefore the bracha that you hear, Shechayonu, in the morning of Purim, a person should have Kavana, that is Yotza, all of the mitzvahs hayoim in that case. Moving on, Mishabura says that you have to hear and to hear every single word from the Balkorah. If you miss a word, obviously, you are not going to be Yotze in that case. There's a shy of what happens if a person is dozing off, or he's falling asleep a minute, and he dozes off for a second. So that's him as a shy whether he fell asleep, or he just heard it, but he wasn't concentrating. Even if you were not concentrating, you are Vada Yotze, if you actually heard. There's no problem whatsoever. And obviously, if you have a shy about a Sophic missing a word, go and ask a local Orthodox rabbi, because it may depend if it's the Kriya by night, or the Kriya by day, if you 
Suffolk if you heard a word or not over there. The Aseris Benehoman, which the Gemara brings down in Tazayin and Mabes, the Gemara brings down, the Aseris Benehoman we say in one breath, right? This comes, the famous Rogatrov and Safras Paneh, goes to the Sugya, how you can't be Yotza, the one breath from the Chazan, because you have to do it yourself. The Gemara says it has to be done in one shot. Why is it done in one shot? Because to show that they're all killed at one time, right? That's how we pass it in the Shulchan Aruch, which means that every single one of us should be able to say the Aseris Benehoman, including the words Aseris Benehoman as well, in one breath, if you cannot manage, because the words sometimes can be long and hard to say, then of course it's okay if you have to stop for a second and breathe in. As long as it's said in one shot, in one time, that is good enough over there. Moving on, and we're not going to go into all the mis- things of people that make mistakes. I was once by a Megillah reading, where at the end of the Megillah reading, a fellow commented to me, and this was years ago, 15 years ago, and he says to me, um, the Balkari made 156 mistakes during the Megillah. He held cop during the entire Megillah, chopping exactly how many mistakes, which nobody else chopped. And I guess there were very minor little mistakes and differences in, you know, in the pronunciations, but he counted 156. After they finished the Megillah, you stand up, they roll up the Megillah, they make the bracha, and we continue. Now, interesting idea, by the way, the banging for Homan, right? We can't stop talking about the Indian of Kriyasa Megillah and not mention the Heilige Minig of Kaladisol to bang in Homan. The Shail is, where does this come from? Is this Stama? Stama? Oh, no, we get excited. So it's Gishmat. You bang, you do bang, you don't bang. Some shuls have an Indian, you bang the first one, the last one, the middle one, and if I was trying to figure out which one is the last one, that's always the hard one. But I'm component, where does this all come from? So it's interesting. It's also important to know everything in Kaladisol comes for a reason. Nothing is stum. Nothing in Kloli Sol is stum. There's no such thing as anything that's stum. Right? It doesn't make sense. Right? Even the, even the chayim that we have after the fish is not stum an excuse to, to drink a bissel alcohol. Right? It's because the Yerodei is simon. They have to have a break between the meat and the fish. So everything in Kloli Sol has a pshat to it. So the pshat in banging homan is like this. In Sefer Hamanhig, he brings down in Hilchas Megillah that people in Svas, after the Megillah, after the Megillah state, would, say, would sing Oror Homon, and they would bang bones together. That's what the Sefer Amani brings down. It's brought down, this is brought down in the Heiliger Beis Yosef, B'Shem the Yorchaz Chaim, where the Yorchaz Chaim brings that whenever they mention Homon, the kids would bang stones on wood, would write on the, na- on the, on the wood on the stones the name of Homon, and bang it in together in order to erase the name of Homon. This, the Beis Yosef says, is the Makar for banging in Homon and getting rid of, erasing the name of Homon. It's like those people with a new pen. Everybody get a new pen, you like to write your name, your signature, you shouldn't do that. Next time you get a new pen, you write Homon and you erase it. You shine it your Yotzeh Mitzvah. It's a beautiful Mitzvah. Why would you write your name? When you can write Homon, erase it, scribble it out, and your Yotzeh Gavaldiga Mitzvah. Al-Koponim, the Ramah brings Halacha Lemaisa and Tofri Sadis if you dine. We bring this minig of people that do these things, of people that make pictures of Homon and stones and bang them together when they mention the name in order to erase it. And he says, the Ramah says, don't make fun of any minig. It's a very, very important thing. Be very, very careful. Don't make the banging more important than the Megillah. Yes, the banging has a makar, it's a minig. Okay. But to make it more in a way that people are going to miss out on a word of the Megillah, which is one of the Choshev Mitzvahs of 
the Yom of Purim, right? It's a Gavaldiga mitzvah, and people are going to do this out, and it's a Chaval. So, yes, a minig, and yes, we do it, but not at the expense of yourself or anyone else missing a word. So, obviously, make sure, in fact, the Benish Chai brings down that really what a person should do is bang his feet three times when he hears the word uh, Homom. That's what the, the, the Benish Chai brings down, to bang three times with your foot when you hear it, and that's what it is. Again, Rabbi said, don't make this the Ika. This is just the Tafel of Adah. The Ika is the Megillah, the story of the Megillah, the Ashkacha Protest of the Megillah, like we spoke about on Sunday already. The whole Yisrael of the Megillah, Mavatlan time, the Torah Megillah, specifically over here. We don't find that anywhere else. Dafka for this reason. Let's move on, Rabbi said, to one last halacha for today. I want to squeeze it in so that tomorrow we can move on because there's a lot of halachas to do. Number one. When it comes to Shlachmanus, we know Mitzvah Divri Soifim, we know this from the Megillah, the Gemara brings it down, Allah Hanamaisa, Shulchanak Paskins, that we give Mishlach Monois, Ish Lereyeu, right? Monois means two, right? We'll discuss that in a moment, maybe tomorrow. Al Kaponim, why do we do Shlachmanus? What are the two reasons why we give Shlachmanus? So there are two famous reasons that everybody knows. We're just going to do Chazorah today, for those people that know this already. And the two main reasons why we give Mishlach Monis are, anybody know before we just like shout it out, not the second. Anybody know? Why, why do we give Shlach Monis? Um, to the poor people. Who? To the poor people. What about Matanis Sevyanim? Do you guys have Shlach Monis every year? No, Rabbi, so why do we do it? Peace. To make peace in the world. Everything is to make peace in the world. But why Shlach Monis then? You're supposed to give it to your not friends. Are you supposed to give it to your friends? Ah, really? You're supposed to be friends with everybody. Ah, friends okay. So let's understand. That doesn't look like... Doesn't look like uh, Right, Zev, you know this? What? David, you know? No, but what? I know you gave me shmooze on this, but what are the two reasons you said? No, on my side. Ralph, what are the two reasons? Yeah. I mean, we all do this every year, but we don't know why we do it. What a shame. Okay? So, so let me say it like this. We have over here two Ica reasons with Rabbi Sai. 64 Nafkaminas. I'm not going to go through them now, but I'll give you a couple. Okay? Raf. Uh, Moish. Moish. Just a second. Just a second. The Truma Sadeshan brings reason number one. The Truma Sadeshan says, says the Truma Sadeshan, the reason why we do it is Tzorchi Suda. Is we want to supply people with their needs of the Suda. And that's why we give Shlachmanas. Okay? And if you that, I should give Dafka things they use for the Suda. Candy is not a gay then. Chocolate's not a gay then. It has to be things for the Suda. Okay? Rabbi Shlomo al Kabitz, Rabbi Shlomo al Kabitz, we all know famously because of. Because Baruch Levine's son. No. Lechadoidi, obviously. Rabbi Shlomo al Kabitz brings down. To be Marabesh Shalom So we have two reasons why we give Shlachmanas. Number one, Tzorchi Suda. And number two, to be Marabesh Shalom Vereyas. Now, Rabbi said the Nafkaminas are like this. Let's go to a couple of Nafkaminas. Nafkamina number one. What if the guy doesn't want to accept it? He says, thank you so much, but no. Aga, by the way, this is why the Rashba says we don't make a brach on stocker. The same reason. If he doesn't accept it, then it could be I'm not going to be Yaitza. So I'm upon him. What happens if the guy says, thank you so much, I don't want it. So was a Yaitza Tzorchi Suda of the Trumas of Deshen? No. Was a Yaitza Rav Shleim Al-Kavitz of Marabas Shalom Reyes? Avada. Because I showed that I wanted to. Same thing. You come with this Gavaldiga dish and you get to the guy's house. It's completely smashed. It's smashed. It's smashed on the bus. I don't know what happened. The whole thing's a mess. I walk into his house. I'm really sorry. I spent a fortune. I got this beautiful, amazing thing for you. It's completely smashed. It's ruined. The cake is all over the place. But I did try. It was the thought that counts, right? So was a Yaitza Marabas 
Shalom Vereis from Shlomo Kabbitz, Avada I was. Was I Yaitzit Tzarechis Suda? Avada not. What if I give him a notebook of my Chidushe Torah? Shachmanis, here's my notebook of Chidushe Torah. Kavaldik. Am I Yaitzit or not? Ma'abish Shalom Vereis, Pashtus Am Yaitzit. Abba Trumas Adeshen, Tzarechis Suda, Pashtus Am Yaitzit. What about this? This happens every year. You give someone Shachmanis and you forget to write your name on it. So he comes to his door after being out. He sees a package over there. That's so nice. Who's it from? Don't know. I don't know. So Tzorich Hesud, I was Yaitzah, Trumas Adeshen, but I wasn't Yaitzah, Ma'abish Shalom Reis, because I didn't Ma'abish Shalom Reis, because no, it is. Rabbi, there are 64 Nafgimines. We're not going to go through them all now. Mitzvah Shem, tomorrow we'll continue with some of the Shittas of Chachmonas. Have a wonderful day.